here it is for you guys. Enjoy, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of We the Thunder. As you can see, not your normal show right now. Uh, Shooter is gallivanting uh, in New Orleans, you know, uh, doing whatever he's doing. So it's just we me. finally got there, actually. Uh, right, Spirit Airlines screwed him. I almost didn't get there, but yeah, he made it. He made it. He's there doing work. You know, guy's got another new job. But uh, I digress. It's myself, the stash here. Uh, we got Thomas Schoolio, of course, always here with us. And uh, you know. We're here tonight on Tuesday to try and bring some positivity back uh, to the Lightning fan base. Uh, although I don't think that our fans really need too much of it. You guys are all kind of in line here with where we believe the Lightning are. But that being said, uh, it was a bit of a rough weekend for our guys and uh, a couple of games that were kind of hard to watch. And uh, I'll do my best to get through this, by the way. I've been fighting off a fever the last couple of days and a cough. So, uh, I'm only here because Shooter is not. So, um, anyways, Thomas, uh, we'll get we'll get to our thoughts here in the weekend real quick. But um, first and foremost, we have a guest today, uh, Thomas from Downtown Crawlers, the bar crawl uh, guys that they set up bar crawls for around the country for awesome events, and uh, they've done a couple here in Tampa. They did an awesome one in Nashville. Uh, Thomas actually helped us out with the venue uh, for our meetup, which was a huge success. So we decided to do uh, a little something with them going on the playoffs. So I'll go ahead and bring them on. Thomas. There you go. Bring me on. Damn it. <laughs> good to be good to be here. You know, I've got another Thomas here. It's good, you know? Yeah, I'm feeling a little outnumbered. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, guys, thanks for having me. Always I I did a uh, cameo appearance up in Nashville, I guess. So you know, first time officially on, on on the show. Love I love the intro, by the way. I love it. You know, number one bullshit, all that stuff. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, can you swear on this on this podcast? Or oh yeah, slide? absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If Stash is involved, there's cussing involved. There's gonna be swearing. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. So well, yeah, man, we just wanted to get you on because I know that you guys have some exciting uh, plans here going into the playoffs. And again, it's all about uh, trying to bring positivity right now on the show to this fan base and what yeah. you guys do. It's just a fun time. We're going to try and link up with you guys. But why don't you go ahead and start off by telling us what your plans are here for the playoffs? Perfect. Yeah, the playoffs. So we've been partnering with the Lightning. I really, I think that's the fifth year now that every time the season starts uh, and every time the playoffs starts, and luckily, obviously, we've been in the playoffs. So it's that's basically two events at least a year. Uh, the uh, the uh, Buccaneers, the, the Lightning are big supporters of us, and we appreciate that. So uh, basically, what we have coming up uh, on May the uh, May the seventh, Saturday, so two days after Cinco de Mayo. Uh, we, I know the playoffs are going to be in full swing. We're doing a Tampa Bay Lightning uh, playoff kickoff bar crawl uh, this year again. And uh, basically, we're going to check in. Uh, check in, I believe, is going to be from 4 to 7. We're going to go live with the event here later on tonight. So they can check in anytime from 4 to 7 at American Social, which is also a great venue to get this party started. And they're also big supporters of our uh, events um, that we do in downtown and so on. And uh, yeah, then you you check in, and then you have five, six, seven downtown bars that are part, like Park and Rec, Gen X, uh, uh, District Tavern, Maloney's. Uh, you know, I'm probably missing a few of those. Though definitely some good uh, venues uh, to go to. And then um, if there is a game, I know there won't be a game uh, in the arena. I heard that there is a concert that day, so if they play away, we might finish with a watch party. Um, but that's uh, to be determined. Yeah, and those uh, tickets go live later on tonight. 
And um, yeah, the, the earlier you get them, the cheaper. Yeah, basically, you get five free uh, welcome shots each one of the bars you go to. Uh, you get um, some uh, swag items from the Lightning. Uh, also, we're going to raffle off some autographed gear. You know, we had two winners up in Nashville. They collected their uh, their jerseys, I think autographed by uh, Cooch, and then the other one, a puck by uh, Vasilevsky. So we had two lucky winners. So we're going to give that stuff away as well. And uh, yeah, some good photo ops and stuff like that. So it's going to be fun, a fun little kickoff. Get everybody excited. Get everybody in the mood. Also, shout out to uh, Six of Fire. They've also been a big supporter for us. So you guys, I'm expecting you guys to join us again. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're looking forward to it too. You know, we've been talking about it and plans are for us to try and link up with you guys and do some remote broadcasts as well. Yes. So yes, exactly. uh, that's why I'm excited, you know, obviously to be part of what you guys do. Um, you know, you guys helped us out, specifically you, while you were in Nashville doing some recon for us when our venue kind of ended up not being great. You're the one that was able to help us pivot to that Lucky Bastard Saloon. And what a name. What a it, name. Well, right? Hey, it couldn't hey, be any more appropriate. Yeah, it really yeah, couldn't be any more appropriate. Hey, if yeah. they're watching, I'll be a uh, shout out to Lucky Bastard and also yeah. Nudie's Honky Tonk because they were the check-in location. Yeah. What an event. Can I a quick shout yeah. out to everybody? I mean, I think we had close to a thousand people check in. I felt like I was in Tampa checking everybody in, but I guess we had so many familiar faces. Obviously, you guys were there, and it's amazing. All the, the to see all the people in Nashville, uh, in downtown, and it was like we invaded the, the, the Nashville downtown, you know, like a thousand people participating in the bar crawl. It was awesome. And then heading to the game and then, of course, winning, even though I was freezing up in the nosebleeds. It was cold, but hey, it was a great experience. Yeah, it was. It was. And like I said, we look forward now to working with you here on these um, these bar crawls. And uh, yeah. it's definitely what I think is what we really need right now, man. Uh, after the last <laughs> couple of games, a lot of people are just losing their minds about some of these losses and the way the team is playing. You know, I'm you not going to stay I mean, here. I I like to stay no. positive. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta beat us first in the playoffs, four games, which is tough. But I have to admit, I was at the game with my brother yesterday. Whew, six two, man, that wasn't pretty in the in the third period. So, but yeah. hey, you know, I think they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be all right. Uh, I think they're gonna be just in time, even though it's a hard playoffs. Any team you play is gonna be tough, but we got two under our belts, so I think we still are the champions to beat. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of where I'm coming from, you know, is uh, just just looking at where what they are right now. The, they've been saying this basically since the start of the year is that they're just trying to make the playoffs. And it, it might that doesn't always lead to the best hockey and tough stretches. And they now know that it, it's going to take a catastrophic collapse and then another team playing their ass off for them to not make the playoffs right now. So really, really, it's just a matter of them, I think, really trying to get healthy, let McDonough take as long as he needs to get back. Uh, and and there's a couple of things I'll get into a little bit later. But um, I just wanted to go ahead and, you know, kind of get you out of here so you can move along and do what you got to do, Thomas. I appreciate you stopping by and promoting the event. We'll get you on here leading up to uh, the May 7th kickoff too, one more time. Yes. And uh, I know we're going to look at giving away some uh, tickets as well to the crawl here on the show. Yep. Um, every show you that are... you guys are doing, yeah. So it's every show yep. that you guys are doing, we're giving away uh, four tickets to the crawl. So uh, you know, listeners, yeah. tune on in. You guys do do your thing, and uh, hopefully, you guys get lucky. We'll see you guys at, at the crawl. And then, like I, last thing, I don't want to jinx it and stuff, but like I said, we if we do advance, uh, the lightning do advance in the next uh, second round and so on. Uh, every first away game, we're throwing another bar crawl uh, and and a watch party at Emily Arena. So they go to the bar, go to a couple of bars. Like I said, I hope I hope I don't jinx it, but we got to win the first round first, but just uh, we are obviously planning ahead. So 
there's something we got to yeah. organize last minute. And like I said, with the with the lightning, they're supporting that. And last time, last year, we filled the stadium with a couple five hundred of our crawlers. So this year, we want to do the same again. Yeah, man, all good stuff. Uh, we look forward to talking to you about it more here in the coming weeks, and uh, we'll definitely be excited to give away those tickets here. Perfect. So, uh, you guys rock, Thomas Stash. Thanks for having me on the on the show, and uh, hopefully, I'll be back sometime soon. Go oh, both. Go both, man. Appreciate right, it, brother. All right, everybody, that was Thomas from Downtown Crawlers. Look out uh, later tonight for that event to go live, uh, May 7th. That'll be the watch party downtown or the bar crawl. Sorry, the bar crawl downtown. And uh, Shooter and I have been talking, and we are going to do everything we have. We will be probably going live uh, from one of the bars down there where that's going to be one of the stops on the bar crawl. We'll, we'll be there. So um, that being said, man, uh, let's kind of get into a little bit of what we've been seeing from the bolts here the last couple months, really. Um, you got any breaking news, any, uh, any player comments, anything you want to, you want to share Thomas before we really get into this? Well, I'm a few to share why we're actually um, doing that, why we're actually talking about this. Cause I want to see input from people at the shows and then also some of the comments coming from um, the bolts players themselves. Um, it does look like though, McDonough could possibly play tomorrow night in D.C. Um, yesterday, he was on the ice, and um, they made it specifically clear he wasn't going to play last night. Now, today, he was practicing first one um, on the ice for practice, and he did travel with the team. So he could be back as early as tomorrow night. So that's going to be something to watch tomorrow, um, whether or not he plays yeah, yeah, let's get into this. I, I did see I did see somebody say that he wasn't going to play tomorrow already. Like before oh, really? anyone asked, no, McDonough isn't playing tomorrow. That's I saw that maybe forty five minutes before we came on the show, uh, but it wasn't a verif- it wasn't a verified. It was just somebody posting in one of the comment or one of the groups. So take it or leave it, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we can kind of go back uh, to um, the last few games. Oh, no. Cooper has came out and said no Ryan McDonough tomorrow. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, we were – I was at both games, uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, and uh, the Friday game was awesome. It, it was great. The energy in that building was some of the best energy I've seen uh, since the playoffs, right? Um and then the tribute to Johnny, that was, you know, it was nice. I think he should have taken two laps because he got two cups, but whatever. I mean, he's a gracious guy. He didn't want to hot dog it, but he should have, he should have circled, gone for two circles on the ice, you know, for two cups. But uh, yeah, that being said, uh, it was great. It was a great Friday night game. It's what I, it's what I love about going to uh, the Amelie on the weekends. It was everything I wanted. Uh, we got to do the pregame. Uh, interview, uh, the puck drop interview with Kaylee Mizell. The uh, shooter was on the interview. I was, I was there. Oh, by the way, there may be some controversy out there. I, I was there. I was the one taking pictures. I also post on the shooter and the stash Facebook page. It's not just shooter. We both have access. We as a team. We since day one, we both post there. I was taking pictures. I was the one that made the post. Uh, there was some confusion and some technical difficulties as to why it was just him and not both of us. Or what, but like, it's not a big deal. There's more games this this month, and we are definitely going to probably be on at least one or two more uh, in, uh, of the puck chop things. So uh, 
and shout out to Kaylee Mizell for uh, supporting the show and having us on as well. Um, you know, we got we got press passes. That's pretty cool. You know, Shooter Stash had press passes to the game Friday, and uh, we had VIP down there in the Ashley Lounge for a little while, and then uh, we went and sat in the seats that you ho- hooked us up with, Thomas, up in three hundred six. And uh, I just love the vibe. I love the vibe up there. You know, it's it's just a cool. It, the, those seats are great because it's the attacking end zone twice. Uh, you get a great view. You can see the whole length of the ice. It's easy to see plays develop. And then we went over to 307 and sat with Sticks of Fire with Debbie and uh, Joyce for the third period. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time. I thought the Bolts overall played pretty good hockey. Uh, they came out scoring. They were shooting. Uh, and, uh, you know, played good hockey. Fast forward to, to Tuesday. Uh, and they came out and started good against Montreal. Oh, you got to do uh, the next game. Or, Saturday, well, I mean. We, we, we did miss you did miss saying the boston game that was sandwiched in between um last week and this week's show oh yeah um, sorry the tough loss the boston there um and then going into the um right we had boston no no that was last week yeah um no we had the chicago we only Montreal had we had yeah it was just chicago Montreal because we were on after the carolina overtime win and then toronto yep so, so you guys were there. What happens again. we don't have <laughs> but yeah, we were there for I was there. Well you, you were Shooter there. and I went together. I was there. Shooter didn't go on Saturday. No, well, I was yep. there. Um actually I was the beneficiary of um Steve Mandingo's tickets that he gave away at the watch party because Ty, one of you know, you watch the show, you know who Ty is. He actually won the drawing and he took me and our other friend Sean. Those seats are freaking awesome too, man. I'm not a huge fan of sitting that low to the ice because then like you can't you can't see the through the boards like you have mm-hmm. to be able to go from the jumbotron to the ice like right in front like it takes a while to get used to it but the energy again is cool being that close to the ice and everything else like that it was great um but yeah you know start off kind of like the opposite of how they played it against chicago they kind of were slow getting out and finally kind of got going and i thought they played okay and it just they they seem to be hesitant, so it's easy for other teams to play like man to man and pressure hockey on them because it's like they're not ready to make the pass as soon as a player comes and engages, and and it leads to turnovers. It leads to sloppy play. And I've gone back and I've watched the um, the quest for the cup on NHL Network right for the last year, and the thing that Coop talked about the most is being predictable and playing predictable hockey. Um, right now, they're not doing that. They're getting beat by other teams, like the two teams that beat us in, over the weekend, especially Toronto. They played lightning hockey, right? That's what mm-hmm. they were doing. They were playing possession hockey, the cycle. Uh, after the second period or something like that, they showed offensive opportunities for the Toronto off the cycle were like 16 or something like that. It was insane how many offensive opportunities they had off the cycle. That's usually what the lightning do. So... I think that's really the only thing that they really like. If you, there's so many, oh, they're not doing this, not doing that. I, I think it just comes down to them getting back to playing predictable hockey. And to me, that means I think they're just waiting to get to the playoffs, you know? And I know that's not sexy. I know that's not something everyone wants to hear. And I know people are like, oh, you can't just flip the switch. Well, we've seen this team do that in the past. So you can't say that about this team. This team absolutely can flip the switch. Yeah. I know but, that you. I, I know I Cooper is saying things. Go ahead. I disagree with that only because we say that 
and you know in all the groups there's been people getting ready to jump off the skyway um but then the team themselves come out with comments you have pat maroon coming out saying we're not having fun no more um that i mean they see what the fans are seeing and i think that they know they're not going to make it through the playoffs if they keep playing like this um so as much as us who are fans who really like this team no matter what no bleed blue we love the bolts and everything else you have to be able to criticize this team too when they're doing bad you know there's only so many so much we can say that they'll get it together by the playoffs they get together by the playoffs especially when the players are coming out themselves and saying they don't know how to fix this they're not having fun they don't know what's going on i don't i haven't heard anybody say they don't know how to fix this well no one said that um, the Not a, no players have said we don't know how to fix this. In fact, they've said the opposite. They said, "Hey, we know how to make this work. We we right. just and, have to get back to lightning hockey." Get, and then they get yeah. beat again. And then they get beat again. And then well, they get beat again. They're, going, they're, they're not getting excuse. beat again and again. They're they're having up and down hockey. They're having up and down hockey right now. And here's and, what Pat Maroon said. Usually, the conscience of uh, said even their winning streak felt like a losing streak because not playing the right way not playing their identity, guys losing some confidence. It seems like we're not having fun right now. So it, even, it's obvious. It's even obvious that winning streak. But yeah, but then we can't get mad at the fans for being the same way that the come players on, dude. Are. No, come on. No, 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 no. Listen, it's one thing to sit here and be like, oh, I'm 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 upset that the th- the team lost. It's another to sit here and be like, I know so much about fucking hockey and this and this and this and this. No, dude. I got accused of mansplaining today. You know what? I wasn't mansplaining. I'm fansplaining because so many of the team fans in this of this team are team fans. They're not hockey fans. They don't really understand the game. That's my problem. They don't have perspective of ever, ever watching another team go through this. They don't have the perspective of knowing what it's like to be able to watch greatness from another player like Austin Matthews come in your building and just fucking appreciate it and not cry about it. Don't cry that an amazing player came in and had a great game in your barn. Be appreciative that you got to see amazing hockey. Was it against your team? Yes. Did that suck? Yes. Are you going to sit here and fucking bury your team now because Austin Matthews, you're going to bury your announcing team because they give him credit for being probably the best player in the NHL right now? Fucking get over that shit. That's ridiculous. That's the kind of shit. There's no room for that. Against anybody. There's no, there's no, there's no room for that shit in this fan base. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that right now. You can be critical, you can be upset, and that's fine. But to sit here and act like, oh, we are our announcing team is so terrible because they give credit to Martin. Well, you know what? That's their job. They're analysts. They're not just supposed to be here and cheer for our team. Are they supposed to get excited and be clearly home announcers? Absolutely. But are they supposed to ignore greatness when it comes to our building? No, they're not. They're supposed no, to educate they're, our they're fan base about going it. To, they're always going to killed um dave ramsdorf and eggblom because they're not the originals um but if you listen no matter if you listen to um you had esposito give the number one star of the game to austin matthews yesterday right um you had him give the number two star to campbell yesterday um so so he should have been the number one star actually to me campbell's number one star the hat trick um, obviously gets the number one star, but to me, Campbell is what changed the tone of that game. Because halfway through that game, it was two to two, and the Lightning had three 
three goals that Campbell robbed them of. Five battle saves, three in one period. But and I then never Toronto came back anybody, and scored. I never see anybody bitch about Espo. And he, yeah. as much of a homer as he is, he will sit there. His, I mean, if Shooter was here, he would play the dang sound <laughs> bit. No, Are you no, kidding no. me? Right. Are yeah, you kidding I me? I mean, he's constantly doing that against our yeah. team. And yeah. there isn't people crucifying him. People's going to crucify Eggblom. Um, people people are going to – well, Michigan does too. Michigan will flat out tell you when they're, they're sucking and when they're not yeah. playing well and the other team's beating us. The Eggblom and uh, Ramdorf, because they're from the, from the north and have their – careers mostly up there people automatically want them to be um tampa 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 which they are that they they know their hockey that's just the difference is it's not someone who has been here for 20 30 years but you know what they might end up being here um, yeah you better get used to them i will say that you're probably yeah. going to want to get used to them because i a there's not probably a better job in the nhl and and be why you know they're there's nobody that's really unhappy with them that that matters you know what i mean they're doing an ama amazing job and they're only getting better together they're i think they're finally it's only been what three seasons right that they've been together since randolph randorf came on this is only his third season no so, no this is his first season is it randorf yeah maybe second he, he didn't came on he well he was on our show when he first right. came here but he wasn't so, he wasn't the one that called the stanley cup championship the first Peckham, year. Peckham, right so it's only right. a second you're right you're right that's right because rick peckham's last game was the semifinals. yep or at least or the, the divisional finals the first the, round the first round yeah the divisional so it's a oh. so yeah so they're still fun together and i think they're just you know a team a team meeting or something like that something has to happen well, you see, so, they did the all-fights event. Congratulations to the people that got together, the Callahan Foundation, and to right. the Ryan Callahan, um, Callahan Foundation fundraiser. Um, and maybe they had too much fun there before Toronto, before the game against Toronto, and was a little hungover last night because um, that game was totally um, – Sorry, that message just came up saying they're having trouble streaming to Facebook. Yeah, I know we just lost all of our viewers. So, oh. um, yeah. So, all right. Well, technical difficulties, that kind of stinks. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, like I said, the, the, I think it just yeah, – I'm not, I'm not saying this team is playing great. I'm not saying it's exciting what they're doing, and it doesn't make me super comfortable going into the playoffs. But – at the same time, like I just feel like so many of these fans are ready to be like bury the team, like fully bury it. There's another, there's a, there's a difference between like, man, it looks like these guys aren't having fun, man, they're not playing predictable hobby. You know, they could, they need to be better defensively, they need to not have so many turnovers. These are all good, honest opinions to sit here and say, oh my god, might as well not even play in the playoffs now. Oh, our first round like, exit, yeah, or... oh, we're not, there's no way we're gonna win in the playoffs. I'm like, well, that's a really blanket statement, and that's just being negative for no reason. And that's not what I'm talking about. Like being negative for no reason, and just just being like trying to have a hot take, just to like, you know, I, it just, uh, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me. 
and whenever really the thing to do is i'm not saying to just be you know uh a pollyanna right sorry that's a dated reference maybe a lot of people don't but the, the eternal optimist and just always rose-colored glasses i'm not suggesting that not by any means but what i'm saying is that really the, the power of positivity is an important thing man and you should still be trying to put out positive energy uh for your team even whenever you're upset about their struggles you know what i mean so you know that you know i don't know uh it's it's not great but it's not the end of the world either we're still ready to make the playoffs even and then i don't even know about seating what so if we end up being the number one wild card doesn't that mean we would play carolina yes i'm not mad at that of no, all the first I'm round not. matchups out of the east i think that's the easiest honestly i think that's, the gonna, that's gonna put um toronto and florida against each other Exactly. Which would be great for us. Let them get yes. out in the first round and eliminate one of them. And I'd hate I'd hate to win a, Stan- a third Stanley Cup because of not playing somebody, but I would totally right. take it. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would yeah. totally take it without having to go through Toronto or having to go through Florida um, after having to go through Carolina. Um, so, yeah. So, the the one, number one um, wild card isn't going to be the worst thing possible, um, right? Right. But my thing with their game is they started going north and south. Um, the game that you went to, and then the first part of the Montreal game. Now yeah. it's back to the east and west. And yep. we heard it during the interview the other day. Um, I want to. I think it was Colton was saying, you know, we're finally going north and south, and then. They went east and west again, east and west and east and west. And they have been predictable with that. Every time the Lightning have issues where they get in these slumps, it's always the east and west passing that gets picked off. I mean, how do you not have someone on Matthews at all times? How? Yeah. you, You can't let a player like that. And when you have the lineup choices um, where you get to pick who you want that that's unacceptable point used to cover him like a glove and I don't know what's going on, but they really need to to figure it out going into these playoffs. And we got what 12 games left. How many games are left? Uh, 13. Oh, no, I don't. Sorry. I was looking at, I was actually, I was looking earlier. You're right. 13, 13. So 13 games left that they got to get into some some momentum going into um, the playoffs. Yeah, I'm just I'm 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 just looking here to see. I may, maybe we'll just try and restart the broadcast on um, on Facebook, Facebook real quick because it's definitely that's what it said right here on our. Uh, StreamYard is having technical difficulties with Facebook right now, and that's where a lot of our live viewers are. So we're going to try and maybe try and just redo this uh, broadcast. And then, because, I mean, I still think, I don't know, unless you just want to kind of wrap it up for today as well. I mean, I'm kind of, it's up to you. It's up to you. I'm good either way. All right. Well, I'm kind of feeling it. So let's go ahead and see if we can kick this thing off one more time. So, uh, yeah, let's try this. Stand by. All right. We're back. And it looks like we're streaming on Facebook again. So we'll see if I can't. Um, 
redo this on the other Oh, it's not the best thing we do in the team. Oh, oh, Chris found us. Okay. I'm glad everyone's down on the page. <laughs> um, although it doesn't look like. Well, anyways. All right. Uh, okay. So sorry about anyone that missed us. We'll give you everybody a few minutes to maybe try and find us again. Uh, By the way, oh, it was not our problem. It was not our fault. Don't yeah, blame us because is... there's no shooter messing this up. Yeah, right. This was not shooter related. <laughs> not being here. This is because StreamYard lost their uh, stream to Facebook, so we had to. Uh, yeah. So, and if you're watching this, could you just share for us real quick? If you did find us already, I think that'd be the easier thing than me try to create a new event on the fly on our page. Yeah, it was either um, we continued without Facebook or we stopped and restarted again, and we wanted to see all your guys' lovely faces. So, you're, yes, uh, or else we're just talking to ourselves. And well, I mean, yeah. not not to hey, listen, uh, we do have great listening uh, audience on just the podcast too. So, uh, you know, yes, we can about, blame Shooter. Just about the live viewers, but we we can blame Shooter because he was the one that actually set up the initial link. So. Maybe yeah, he sabotaged true. us on purpose. Yeah, maybe maybe he uh, gave us the spirit air bad juju. <laughs> the bad I, told him, I told that guy. I don't know how many times I told that guy not to fly spirit. I mean, he just doesn't listen to me. Hey, listen, I flew them to Nashville on credit from the last time they screwed up my flight. So let me tell you, they might they might screw up your flight. But they sure do give you credit out the yin yang for it. So I, my whole trip to nashville was free so that's hilarious uh yeah my i had my my wife and i flew out to san diego a few years ago for uh her birthday and a, a concert out there for jason Mraz whatnot and we let our friend who was a travel agent book it for us and we didn't specify that we like don't mind paying extra for airfare just to make sure we have like decent like you know like, <laughs> I, that i can fit that i can Not fit on the flight seat you know what i mean right and so he booked us on spirit and i was like nah dude i'm mm -mm, uh, never again I, I'm, I know i'm bougie anyways you watch the show you pretty much know that about me but I, I, uh, never i'm oh, a giant no tiffany's I'm a giant. problem tiffany let me tell you i oh. tweeted at them on my delay and i uh emailed them and they ended up giving me um $150 credit and then that was Twitter and then regular email they gave me a $75 credit. So Thomas both, knows. both places got me got me some uh credit and so it, it was nice. Yeah. Nice. So well anyways, uh let's kind of get back into it now that uh we kind of got our stream back here on Facebook. Um we were talking about this and what I was saying is that what I, what I think the lightning kind of need is to figure out that thing that they can do off the ice, especially now that they're back home for a little while, something they can start doing, get the families together. And like, like Thomas brought up earlier and Pat Maroon said, and it's something that they almost scooped me really. Cause that's what I was going to say coming on this. They're not having fun anymore, regardless of what's going on, even when they're winning or losing a lot. Usually you see this team out there having fun, right? So they need to get that, that spirit, of camaraderie and that that idea of hockey is fun like they need to bring brett phillips in that's what needs to happen they need to bring brett phillips over and be like yo dudes hockey is fun hockey is fun you know and uh I, I, that's what i just feel like 
they've got 13 games. We said, you know, to catch everybody up on Facebook that wasn't there, you know, we kind of broke down that 13 games left in the season. And, um, you know, that's their opportunity to kind of, I say, get the right mentality. I don't even think about right the right ship or whatever else. Right, in the They just need to get the mentality back of predictable hockey and having fun out there and just knowing that no matter what happens, they're playing the game they love since childhood. You know what I mean? Like they got to remember. And they need to go fun. north and south, not east to west. North yes, and that's something we were talking about time. right before. Yeah. So go ahead and bring that up because, you know, bring that up again. You were talking about that earlier before the, we started. The show. games that they've been really scoring and doing great on, they're going north to south. They're they're passing up. They're not passing over. They're not passing back. These games that they're getting, all these turnovers, um, and we're getting these odd man rushes going the opposite way. They're going east to west. They're shooting across the ice. They're uh, passing across the ice. Rather than shooting at the neck, uh, at the net. Yesterday, what there was a good chance of Sergachev, um, almost in there alone. And what does he do? He does the drop pass back. Um, and then it was funny because um, Espo talked about it on the radio, and he's like, maybe there was someone in the shooter lane. We can't see that. We can't see what their vision is right there on the ice. But you still have to try to take that chance to go after the net because at least you're getting a puck on the net and a chance for a rebound. That's what we need to start doing. We have to start getting pucks on the net, start looking for those rebounds. Um, we have so many players in a slump right now, and that's because they're going east to west, not north and south. They're not getting those pucks on the net. Um, they they need to get those. You know, you have Palat, who's in, who's in a red bad drought. Um, Sorelli, I think they said two goals in 23 games. Um, you have the whole bus line. Uh, you know, Perry Maroon was looking real good there for a little well, while. Now yeah, they and that's, that's something I was, was going to say is that, you know, Perry, he doesn't look like Scory Perry right now. He looks like Passy mm. Perry. He looks like yep. Passy Perry. He's out there trying to make plays and make passes instead of going to the net and letting letting the game come to him as it always has. You know, I mean, that's always been his MO is those dirty, be the worm, be the worm. That's what he hasn't been doing lately. And that line, yeah, you know, and people were going to say, uh, they, and <laughs> people were going to say, oh, look, there's, my, there's my man, Matthew Orozco coming in. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't know. Bringing Bogo back was good, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I don't know. Bogo's I, I not a shot and Kirk. He's yeah, not I was going to say, I, I would have loved Shaddy Deuces rather yeah. than Bogo. If we could have figured a way to bring Shaddy Deuces back, uh, that would have been amazing. But, um, yeah, the the, uh, the the north-south thing is, I think that's predicated also on them not cycling and not being the possession team that they're known for. You know, again, we talked about it. They're getting beat at their own game. Toronto <laughs> outcycled them. They had an insane amount of chances on the cycle, and that's usually the, the lightning's bread and butter. You know, north-south, get into the offensive zone, get the puck deep, and work from behind the net and, and work along the half boards. And and that's that's where this team really creates opportunities. And they haven't been playing that kind of hockey. And I think, again, not, not predictable. You go back and watch the, uh, the the quest for the cup, and Coop says it. every Almost every single game uh, in that stretch run from going for the play, going for the finals, Predictable hockey, predictable hockey, predictable hockey. That's fundamentals. That's being in the right place at the right time. These guys are, you know, Ingwam even said it last night about Matthews, right? 
Matthews is special because he does a good job of keeping his separation from the people, from the defenders or other players. And he, he doesn't wait that extra second. Anytime he shoots, it's on net. Right. He doesn't get and deflected. Right away. Passes it's don't right get deflected. Away. Right. He, do, he knows that he needs to shoot now because if he waits another half second, there's a stick and there's a deflection and there's a turnover. And there's not an opportunity. I think that the light, and here's the thing. He's not alone. The cooch can do that. Stamkos is deadly at that. Point is deadly at that. These are the things that these guys can also do on our team. And yeah, there's some guys on slumps, but I mean, Palat's pretty close to his average right now. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy, the guy's a 17 goal guy basically, and he's at 15 right now. Sorelli also, I mean, he's not, he's not known for putting up 20, 20 plus goals really. That's not his theme. Like, so. It, it's not necessarily that I think some of these guys are need to score more. I think it's just getting back to the fundamental hockey. It's not that they're scoring, they're not scoring enough. It's that they're letting too many goals in. It's that they're not playing fundamental hockey and they're giving up too many opportunities for the other team. Right. Going two, into the playoffs. Two one, three one games are lightning hockey. Absolutely. Uh, but when they did get the when they did let these four or five goals in, they would score six or seven and pass. Right. And, and they're not getting that. And I thought – I really thought that in the last couple of games it seemed like they had rebuilt that third line um, because I thought Paul, Colton, and Hagel seemed to be having fun. They're the young ones that seem to be having fun. Yeah. Um, and to me, Paul's been the best guy on the ice since we've gotten him. There, there has been nobody Agreed. else better than Agreed. him on that ice Agreed. since we, we have gotten him. And so it seems like that third line was finally something. Why don't we go back to starting that third line again? Um, I don't think that's far off. No, I don't think so either. And I think that needs to be the focal point again. Um, And maybe that's the difference and let them start making the direction of the game Um, because Colton, Paul and Hagel can be just as good as Yanni Coleman and Gaudreau. Um, and they and then build the rest around it. I saw something today about that Hagel was with Stammer um, and practice this morning. We're gonna so need to set it in the comments. Stammer is on the Paul and Hagel line this morning. Yeah, so. I, I just don't, I just don't see that being a smart move. We, I mean. But Coop is it's not Coop, permanent. So. It's not permanent. I guarantee it's not no, permanent. What no, this no. is is Coop being Coop, and and he's he's see right now he's embracing the grind. I know. Yes, he's coming out and saying the things he needs to say in the media, and you don't want your coach to come out and be like, "Oh, it's fine, we'll get there." You don't want your coach to come and out no, and be like, "It, it looked it was, like we were easy to play off." Play it was right. Colton was this... Hagel, it was Colton Hagel and Stammer, and, um, not oh, Paul. No, on that it wasn't. One. Oh, okay, but um. But going back to Paul, I 100% agree. I was sitting there. <laughs> I found myself watching the game last night, falling in love with this guy and just thinking in my mind, how can we make a contract work for this guy next year? Because they're only going to have $3.5 million in cap space and uh, a, a lot of holes to fill. But, man, that's a guy that I would really be high on trying to bring back next year just in a five- or seven-game span. I like everything I see about the the, the hit he laid. Uh, coming through the defensive zone there, uh, mm-hmm. what, second period, I think. That's the kind of hockey that we're missing right now. And, you know, again, that kind of stuff ramps up in the playoffs anyways, and so that's why you don't see as high-scoring games in the playoffs traditionally. Um, and I also saw a metric today uh, that, or a, a, gra- a, a chart, a graph today that 
the the goals per game average is like way way higher than it has been in the last 20 some odd years and like it's it's incredible how high scoring the games have been this season and i think a lot of that has to do with these guys are getting back to playing full game hockey actual road trips no covid bubble hockey you know what i mean this season has been a grind for a lot of guys and a lot of teams not just the lightning so Goals against or uh, average goals per game are up in the NHL overall. It's not just what we're seeing here with the Lightning. So, and again, I made this post earlier too. I mean, sure, it sucks to, to get beat by Toronto, but in the last five games, they've scored, it was like six goals, five goals, seven goals, six goals, six goals. They beat Car- or they beat Florida, scored, put up five against Carolina the other night. They uh, put up five, six against Boston. You know what I mean? So they're hot. They are the hottest team in the NHL, and Austin Matthews is the hottest player in the NHL right now in the regular season. Can anyone remind me what we know about Toronto in the postseason? They don't get past the first round. Yeah, so let's worry about them in the first round. Okay, what I'm worried about now is not this game, even though it is, okay, against another playoff team, and we didn't have a great thing. These are all valid points. I'm not diminishing those points, okay? I'm just saying that the, the playoffs come tend to be different, and boom, here we are. And Adrian even said Toronto right now is up 5-3 in Sunrise. So what? So now every other team in the NHL, so what? Are Panthers fans down there jumping off of, um, I don't know, whatever shitty building it is down there that they could jump off? I don't know. like uh, Probably, because they're probably all 1,200 of them are the biggest fair weather fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, see, did you know, they... But yeah, it's Austin Matthews probably has four of them. No, he has none. Marner has two oh, of them. Oh, Marner. That dude's good as hell, too, man. That guy is, that's a, that is a dynamic duo. Matthews they has really, two assists. Yeah, probably on both of the Marner goals. No. But, really? Uh, Jake uh, Muzzin and one of Marner's. Mm-hmm. And then Marner has a assist himself. So that's why I was just looking. At, oh, no, Matthew has three assists. The other one's Nylander's yeah. goal. Yeah. That's funny because Adrian is absolutely confirming that Panthers fans all 12. He's, of them he's in doing. all of the fan groups for every I single all team, just so number one, he can shit stir, and number two, so that he can see them jump off the buildings. He, I, I may have unofficially officially told him that he's my favorite admin from all the groups. <laughs> no, no offense to present company. Uh, but yeah, I did tell him earlier. He's that guy. I love that guy. He's awesome. Uh, He's a shit starter of a shit starter. I love it. He's in but, in a classic sense though. In a classic sense though, not like oh, I'm a you know I'm an expert hot take guy. Like he he oh, knows no, how to no. push just the right buttons. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, it might have been a April Fool's joke, Matthew Roscoe, <laughs> saying he thought we were switching affiliations. Uh, if you guys follow us on Facebook, uh, Shooter doing his normal April Fool's things. Uh, made a post that we were jumping shit from the lightning and jumping on the Panthers bandwagon. Um, <laughs> well, it's called We the Rats. Or... Oh, we the Rats was supposed to be the show. <laughs> um, and uh, I kind of thought about it after all this fan bullshit from the lightning the last couple of week- days. You know what I mean? Like, at least I could handle it from the newbie fans down in Florida. You know, like, I, I, it's just too much sometimes from all these Tampa Bay Lightning fans on Facebook. Do you know what? It's every year that yeah. I went back yesterday. Yeah. I was going through old posts from uh, two years ago, from three years ago, from four years ago. And we always have to make the same the same announcement. Um, Excuse me while I get my stack, snacks real quick. It Uh-oh. is 
mm, better jalapeno. Not, uh, um, nice. But um, that I, I it's every single year we have to have this post. Even the last two Stanley Cup years. Um, there is a question I want to ask people though um, yeah. in there, and you don't have to answer, and you don't have to. But I want to honestly know Do if the fans actually think we are going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Do Do you honestly think it's going to be no. a three feet? No. Because we have to be practical. <laughs> it's hard to win back to back. Yes. Let alone three Stanley Cups in a row. Do we want the team to win three Stanley Cups? Fuck yes. Yes. We would love for them to win six, seven, eight in a row. But let's be practical. Winning this third Stanley Cup is probably going to be very hard, and it's going to be a very much letdown of fans who have only joined this team in the last couple of years after winning two Stanley Cups. Can we do it? We can absolutely do it. Is it going to be hard to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in a seven-game series? Absolutely. We say that every single time on this show. But realistically, this league this year um, is so identical to each other. And then some last-minute additions, it just seems like other teams are clicking at the right time. Doesn't mean we can't, but it just seems we had talked about what the matchups would look like right now. It seems like Tampa Bay is gearing themselves for the first wild card, um, which would put us in a first round matchup against Carolina. Um, And then you would have Toronto and Florida be playing each other in the first round. I'm good with that. Right. (laughs) Which I'm a huge fan of that. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of that. And it's like, you don't ever want to win the Stanley Cup without not going through a team. But this year, I'll take it not going through a team. Um, yeah. yeah, I I think Florida, Florida is really – I want anybody but Florida. I would love to see the Lightning win it, but anybody but the Panthers. Any yeah. other year except for this year. The, the Panthers can win it next year or the year after yep. or whatever, but yeah. just not this year. You and me are on the same page right there as far as Florida. I totally agree. And in, in fact, I kind of hope they do win in the next couple of years just because it's going to be good for the game and the game in Florida overall, like the, the game of hockey in Florida. But you got to be realistic, man. We and, and we try to keep it real here. And, I, and I'm saying positive vibes for sure. You got to keep the positive mm-hmm. vibes. Even when you're upset about your team not playing great, it's important to still try and have a positive, you know, Spin like I said uh, while we were uh, in between broadcasts. I'm not trying to be a Pollyanna here uh, or have rose-colored glasses. The eternal optimist. I'm just saying that you can't always be. Oh, screw you know. You got to kind of come out with a show of positivity. This team is going to be incredibly hard to beat in a seven-game series. Absolutely. I personally think it's Calgary's year. I think Daryl Sutter's got something special going on up there, and he's got a team that is going to be very, very scary in the playoffs. I think that um, there's some teams in the West that are underestimating them and that the West isn't nearly as strong as the East, and I think that's a team coming out of the West. I I do think that the wild card, people are losing their minds about where we are in the standings, but I think the first wild card in a matchup to Carolina is the best first-round matchup that the Lightning could have. 
personally. Um, you know, it, it, they match up well. I, I think they're the team I'm the less, the least scared about in all. I'm actually East. more with Jesse um, and his comment, not the Colorado. Yeah. Actually, I'm thinking Minnesota. Minnesota. I think yeah. now that they got Flurry, Flurry. Flurry. Uh, the Flowers are big power up there for sure. Yeah, I'm really liking their goalie tandem and. Um, they already have the speed to go with it. I, I think Minnesota is going to be a beast in the playoffs. They're dangerous so, yeah. in the West for sure. I yeah. don't think Colorado is getting out of the second round. No. I see someone else. Uh, said, I think it was Colorado. Um, who was that? I missed it. Um, somebody said earlier, I think it's Colorado uh, in the comments. But uh, yeah, racist fans, Rock said he thinks Colorado wins. I don't think they make it out of the second round again. Honestly, I don't I, I don't think they're still quite built uh, for some of those playoff teams in the West that, you know, but, you know, I know people are going to sit here and say, oh, it's because we lost. And I've seen a couple of them. Uh, we lost Yanni and we lost this guy. Well, yeah, but I, I still don't think that the core of this team is still absolutely good enough to win the Stanley Cup. Absolutely. Like, can, like you said, can we do it? Yes, we can. We, the Lightning, absolutely are a dangerous team in the playoffs. Nobody really wants to face them, even uh with the slump or even if they're not playing is their best hockey right now i guarantee if you go to any of those coaches and they say which team do you not want to play in the first round they're probably all going to say a tampa bay like that's that that, they probably nobody wants to see us in the first round because now i think the lightning will still have something to prove as well you know because they haven't played consistent hockey they haven't been as dynamic uh overall as champs but i i just think that you know, I would love to see Carolina in the first round. The more and more I look at this and the way it's all stacking up, I think it's maybe a little bit of strategy on the lightning part. You know, hey, let's just kind of get to the playoffs. Hopefully we can get, you know, if we get Carolina, that's a great matchup for us. And, uh, you know, let's just try and figure, like I said, now they've just got to work on their chemistry. And I think that's what it is right now. I think the chemistry is off on this team. They spend a lot of time on the road. There's a lot of things going on outside of hockey right now that are affecting some of our big players. And, and they haven't had the ability to uh, really have the, those camaraderie moments that they have the last couple of seasons in the bubble uh, as a team. And so, I mean, I think chemistry is important that way. I don't think it's necessarily how, what they lost. I just think it's they've lost the ability to have those moments. So Giroud just scored know. his goal, first goal for the Panthers. It's now 5-4. There you um, go. Toronto over the Panthers. It's a little uh, and, and, of course, uh, Orozco is now saying uh, he thinks that Toronto is going to win it. And um, I don't know, man. I, I, I like kind of shitting on them because it's fun and easy to do. But I'm not going to lie. They look a lot different this year than they have the last few seasons when their early round exits. There was a guy sitting in front of Adrian. So me and Adrian um, and Adrian's wife, Serena, um, and Kim Marici, who she's not on here tonight. Um, but we all sit in the same section. And right in front of Adrian last night was this guy wearing a jersey. Um, and I wish I got a complete picture of it. But we were trying to figure out what it says. And it ended up saying um, 67 and waiting. And 67 and waiting. And uh, homage to the last time they won the Stanley Cup. And then it said, and waiting, but it was literally 67, then the space, then the number N, then a space, then W2, 
and then a space and then they end. Mm. And I was like, that's kind of a diehard fan there, a diehard Toronto fan to get all that put on that, put on that yeah. jersey. But I just I don't think they'll they'll make it. Um, I don't think their goalie, I, although Campbell looked amazing. Last oh, the worldly last yeah. night. <laughs> I, I don't think their goalie tandem has enough in them because Toronto just a couple weeks ago didn't know who their number one was and was hanging both of their goalies out to dry. So That's, um, fair. That's fair. Maybe I got a little dazzled by uh, Matthews last night because yeah. that, <laughs> that guy was really good last night. Yeah, Listen, and, I'm not. I'm not yeah, afraid. Calling I'm not them scoop every time. I had to sit yeah. there. With somebody else. I was. What are they chanting? I was getting into it. I knew right away what they like. Again, I. I don't know. I guess I just have that innate hockey savviness in me. But I was like, oh shit, they're counting. They're chanting soup in our own building. And uh, let me. Uh, you know what? I know a lot of. And this is another thing. People are like talking shit. Oh, season ticket fan members. How dare you? Blah blah blah. We talk about it on this. Uh, the show a lot. Listen. They travel well. They're a good team. They they have a, a, a historic fan base, and we they pretty much are here anyways. They live here or they vacation here this time of year all the time. Anyways, I love it when they come to our building and they spend their money. I love it when they come to our city and they spend their money. And maybe this is something that is a, a thing because we do have more of a percentage of our fan base that's just lightning fans and not like traditional hockey fans and grew up as a fan of the sport. But it's okay to acknowledge greatness from other teams and not, and you're not betraying your team. Okay. You're not betraying the loyalties of your, to your team by acknowledging the other teams are good. You're not betraying your loyalty to your team by acknowledging the other players are good. Okay. That's just being a fan of the sport. And I think that, in true, I, I think that's an important thing, especially when it comes to hockey, not to just be a fan of the Lightning, but to educate yourself and learn the sport itself, learn the NHL, learn the other teams' names. You shared a post earlier about Getzloff retiring, and someone asked, "Who is that?" Yeah, I'm like, "How? How are you an NHL fan and not you don't know who Ryan Getzloff is?" Like that's the like kind of thing. Response. Your response was Corey Perry's best friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's it's it's. I just don't understand. Like that's the thing. I think that this fan base could work on a little bit, and I, maybe I'm mansplaining again here, uh, but learn a little bit more about the league and not just the team that you cheer for. And I think that would make it a better experience too, especially when the team is losing or when you start complaining, Oh, I have to get ESPN plus when well, I get to watch other teams and other great players as well. Not just our team. You get to experience the entire game. And, and I think that's important. Uh, but again, is that that player you're watching on another team might be a future lightning player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It tends to happen that way. So, crazy. you know, and who you might really like now might not be here next year. Right. Um, I actually was sitting down last night looking at the ice going, okay, most likely Pilata isn't back here next year. Who else? Sorry, sad to say, but I can see Stamkos not being here next year. I really? can see him retiring. Um, you think he might retire? If they don't win it, I can see him doing that. Um, oh, you've already won two. Left in him. I think he has a yeah, lot of Yeah, but left in him. you can see the grind in him. You can see it's taking its toll on well, him. He's a family man, too, right. now. You know what I mean? Young he's kids. He's got the second kid. He had the miscarriage. You, mm-hmm. you got two championships. You came back to see if you can win the third. You cemented your legacy without a doubt. 
yeah, uh, you know, I can I can see him retiring. Maybe maybe another year, just waiting for his contract to be over with. Um, but I'm like, you know, there's there's some guys getting there old. And speaking of that, <laughs> let's go with what I thought was the game killer last night was the ten minute misconducts from the bench. Yeah. Um, and it seems from what I'm seeing, it was the the comment to Maroon that he wasn't going to be playing next year is what set off the spark between him. Um, so it said, um, for what it's worth, Eggblom, who was between the benches, said on broadcast that Pat, Pat Maroon told Wade Simmons, oh, he told Wade Simmons, hey, you're going to be out of the league next year anyway. I'm not sure on Simmons' response, but Maroon said that the ref told them that chirping was bad for the TV. It's not what? bad for the TV. Yeah. Then why are these players mic'd up? Why do they mic these players up then? You explain to me how it's bad for dude. See? And listen, man, I made a comment kind of if you think the referees don't still have it out for us after that Pittsburgh game, I think this is evidence of that, man. You know, and then Cooper Wait, said ridiculous. If he's ever seen the 10-minute misconducts for chirping on the bench, no, I've never um, – no, but I've never seen myself getting ejected for what I did. And so I don't know. Who knows? The game's exactly. changing a bit here in a weird way. <sighs> Said, highly doubt it happens in the playoffs, so why would they call it now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you so know, it's called Pat. You know, Pat, Pat first. Pat first. <laughs> Pat, Pat. Hey, it's okay if the brothers call him Fat Pat. If you're on the That's other fair. team, don't you dare call that man fat. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, it's sad. And listen, um, and uh, and listen, I, along with this recent comment from Zegris, right? It scares me, man. It scares me that these young superstars have this mentality that now this could be the beginning of the end for fighting in the NHL. Like they've been talking about it for a long time, on and off, and you know this could be where they're trying to lead this. And I think it's going to ruin the game. It's gonna ruin oh, yeah. the game if they do that. So they, I don't think the the players will agree to that uh, yeah. anyway. You, you gotta have some some mm. form of release when someone pisses you off or they hit your goalie or something. You can't penalize. You know, yeah. there's going to be some kind of reaction when you run in on someone's goalie or yeah. you get well, ice bath. Well, you know, and again, I hope, I hope. Uh, I hope, you know, obviously when the playoffs start, we know that too. And that's the one thing about the NHL that I still have a problem with is how different the officiating is in the regular season and then the playoffs. I don't, I've never understood that uh, disparity there. Um, but yeah, we probably won't be seeing, like Coop said, these kind of calls. We're not going to see Coop getting ejected for, you know, asking him for a clarification. Uh, but I absolutely do think that we need to refer to every single one of these referees by their numbers from now on. They don't get the 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 benefit of being called by their names and uh you know I, i'm just it's just yeah it's sad it's it's annoying was, and it's sad i was but, sitting next to one of our listeners last night um i don't see her on today but april trimble mm -hmm. she was sitting next to me last night and we were just sitting there watching the game and everything and she goes did he just get a penalty from the bench and at first it only looked like maroon was and she's like, they're giving Maroon a penalty from the, on the bench. And I'm like, what in the world could he have done? And then all of a sudden you saw Simmons go over too. And I'm like, they had to have just been yelling at each other. They couldn't have got to each other. And then I said to myself, right. I wish I was actually at home watching it because you had Eggblom that was in between 
the benches standing there on the ice level last night. And mm -hmm. I was like, I would have loved to hear what he's saying was said because, you know, they had to have yelled past him. But yeah. from what he's saying, it literally was just, you know, yelling at each other and the ref didn't like it. And that was kind of softish. Yeah, very, very soft. Like a warm block of cream cheese, soft. Uh, but like an ice yeah. bath to a man, soft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. So looking ahead. You know, um, we're, we're looking at Washington and Boston here. A quick game out of town uh, tomorrow. And then uh, Friday night back here with, with Boston. And then Sunday, a Buffalo game here, a matinee with Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, they, I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how they respond tomorrow night in Washington after these last two games and see if they can just – Use this, you know, use these last two games as the, the mo motivation to get back to that North and South hockey and go through that film and see this is what's costing you games. It's not, like you said, not playing that predictable North-South hockey. I want to see. I want to see how they play because Washington looks like they're just hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they play. And that, that was another thing that I – Every team is fighting for a playoff position right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's going to be a team like Washington who's fighting to stay in. Um, you're going to have Carolina, um, Boston, what is it, Carolina, Florida, and Toronto, who's looking for that number one seed. Um, <laughs> Buffalo is the kids' game, bringing your best cards. <laughs> Oh, you're the best, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll give you a quick little story of Adrian. Adrian used to troll the pages before I ever met him. I remember, I remember that. And when the, the first time I ever met Adrian, he was standing behind me at a fan fest, and I'm sitting there messaging people saying, oh, God, that Adrian guy's standing behind me because we only knew him as the shit starter. And then we started talking to him, and his, his wife Serena is like us where we hate him <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she, and, and so I was like I'm messaging them going he's actually really cool and his wife is even cooler and that's when we first got to finally meet Adrian and Serena and they're both awesome people but Adrian yeah. will shit start you and uh, if you haven't been in Thunderbolts long, if you haven't been following Adrian long, he used to be um, the mean king. Um, anytime we won, he always put someone's face on um, the the fifth the stacks, the Wendy's burger, or stuff like yeah. that. He did he yeah. did some real good ones. Um, he's slacks now, but he used to be sitting there before the game out on Thunder Alley making his memes for the night. Um, so a Adrian's a real good guy. Uh, lightning strikes was, took him as a, as an admin, um, which was a smart move for them. Cause he's the only good one. <laughs> yeah, I said, like I said, uh, he might be the best. Uh, no, uh, yeah. So it's, you know, it, uh, 13 games, 13 games. And honestly, we got Boston, uh, and then we have Toronto and Florida one more time. And then the rest of these games, 
you know, Buffalo, Dallas, Anaheim, Winnipeg, Detroit, Nashville, Columbus twice, Islanders to finish the season. Those are games you expect to win without even questioning it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you definitely expect the Lightning to win those games. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they can come out and maybe if they can start to reverse the trend a little bit against Boston and against Florida and uh, that one more game on the 21st against Toronto and maybe maybe scratch out a win against a couple of those teams here. But I think at least the, the schedule is favorable and gives these guys a good opportunity to find a way back to um, winning hockey and, the and having fun. definitely sets them up for a let's let's build you up, then see what you got. Then build you up some more, see what you got. They, they, mm-hmm. It has sprinkled in those games every so often to be like, okay, wh- what it, what you guys learn now? Um, yep. Here's your playoff contender team. Here's your playoff contender team. Here's your, and then we're going to sprinkle you in a couple things. So it really looks like they're going to, you know, they they could have a real good rest of the month. Knock on wood. Yeah, I, it, it does seem like they're set up to really figure out. It's beneficial. Let's just say that they have a very favorable and beneficial schedule for a team that's kind of been struggling for the last couple months. So, uh, that being said, we have next Tuesday is an away game for Dallas, so a nine thirty game. So we'll have to get with old shooty shoots, but that's going to look like probably going to be looking like a pregame show for pre-game. us. And maybe even a uh, virtual watch party because it's been a little while since we've done one, and I don't think we really have a good opportunity for the rest of the season uh, to do one of those. So uh, anything else before we get out of here tonight, Schooly? Um, no, let's – don't jump off the Skyway yet, but also everybody start being realistic. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, and I've always said – you know, if you we pay for a product, this is a product. Whether you know, I hate the worst thing I hate is when someone answers, "Well, let's see you play." Well, no, because listen, I go to a restaurant to get a great steak because I can't cook one. Okay, right. so I I pay fifty bucks for that steak. If it doesn't come out right, what do I do? I say it didn't come out right, and then it gets spit on. Now, then I, <laughs> I you know I either get a refund or I get it recooked. So right. we pay for the product on the ice. We should have a right to be able to say we do, we don't like it, but it doesn't mean that you're the only one that's right. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's going to see the game differently. Just listen to somebody else's opinion, debate them. But there's no need to be like, oh, you're wrong, you're an idiot, you you don't know hockey or something like that, because maybe you're educating on something. Maybe they are. They have just became a fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning in the last two years because of the Stanley Cups, because of the that everybody had to start a fan somewhere. Um, yep. Sometime we got a lot of fans in 2004 when we won the Stanley cup. Cause let me tell you before that, that arena was empty. So, and <laughs> then the losing seasons in between that and Vinick, they were also oh, empty. Very, so, very. It, it wasn't what we have now. So there's a lot of new fans every, every year. So yeah. educate them, help them with it. And stop just saying that they don't know hockey or they're stupid because they think that um, the end is near. They are stupid to think the end is near. <laughs> let's be realistic on whether or not it's going to be three cups or not. Right, right. Um, 
you know, and <laughs> listen, it's Facebook. It's a, it's a, it's a platform for everybody, especially the fan groups. Okay. <laughs> oh God! And there's here comes the, the troll. In the, in the final hour, right in the eleventh hour, here comes the the freaking the, the yeah. thunderbolts troll. So yeah. we got the Fuck. two trolls in. Jesus, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> couldn't get again get through a fucking show, could we? Uh, no, but listen, I gotta say one other thing too. These Facebook groups are a platform for everybody to be able to share their opinion and try to debate or you know converse or whatever. Making a post and turning off the fucking comments so nobody can respond to you is bullshit. Okay, I'm, I might have gone a little bit hard. I've been in, I've been posting on Facebook in a fever haze the last couple of days, so I've probably been a little bit less uh, friendly than I normally am. But it's fucking weak. It's it's weak making a post and turning off comments so people can't respond to you. Uh, well, that's one of the reason I love our buddy Adrian is <laughs> Scott Nightingale is the biggest bandwagoner, according to but him. Can I tell so, you? Nine uh, times out of ten, that is not the poster. That is the admins well, that are doing it. I will, and I've asked, I've asked them, and even Adrian was like, "Nope, I turned the commenting on for that because he, the poster, turned it off, and Adrian went and turned on as the admin turned on commenting." I, you know, he, he, the guy that made the post responded to my comment, and we had our little discourse. But uh, it, it there's another guy in Thunderbolts that does it specifically, and he has been turning comments off on himself because or uh no sticks of fire sorry i think it's six fire but mm-hmm. and i was i was assured that from admins in that group that they were not the ones turning off commenting on those posts so it's not a lot but there's definitely two or three people out there that have regular become become regular offenders of making a post and not allowing comments on your post if you got yes, something if you to have say, the balls to post it have the balls oh, for some answers if you, exactly if you got the guts to make the comment have the guts to face the music you know what i mean uh I, sometimes I wish I could go back and delete some of the things that I post because, again, <laughs> sometimes I let my emotions get the best of me. Uh, and, uh-huh. you know, I, I will say, please, you know, we do our best here on the show to embrace the female fan base. If another fan is trying to share information or education with you and it happens to be a guy, don't immediately go into this, oh, now I'm being mansplained or anything else like that. I'm not mansplaining. I will say I'm fansplaining. I will say that. I will uh, maybe I fansplain a little bit too much, but I don't try to mansplain. I, I do my best to, you know, my wife is a person I respect very much, and I trust me that she's a very educated woman, and I would get my ass handed to me if she ever catches me with that kind of mentality, right? So that's not who I am at all. But I I do think that you know. People in this fan base, especially some of the newer people, could be more educated about the NHL as a league rather than just the Lightning as a team. So, or if you don't agree uh, with yeah. them, and I'm sorry, and this isn't a knock on the females because we do have an awesome female fan base um, yeah. on the show, in the groups, everything. But as soon as you don't agree, oh, it's because I'm a woman, isn't it? No, it has nothing to do with your woman. If if there was a man next to you saying the same thing, I'd tell him the same thing. I could, uh, I could probably go pull two other posts from dudes that I did recon- had right. the same exact response to. Right. You know, and I got called. And in fact, in this particular, and I guess I'll maybe use my little soapbox a little bit here, but I got called a typical man in, in this uh, exchange. And, you know, if I would have gone and called you, a, 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 gone, called her a typical woman, then, oh, that that's uh-huh. clearly, oh, toxic masculinity. Well, right. Calling me a, t- a typical man. That's like toxic toxic feminism is a thing too. Toxic masculinity is a thing. There has to be a balance to it. There's an extreme on both sides. You know what I mean? So 
it's all about having an open mind. If you want to be a fan and you want to be on the fan pages, you still got to have an open mind and you got to be willing to be educated. And you're not always right. I'm never right. Like I'm hardly ever right in my own mind. I'm a legend, but I know for a fact that there's a lot of shit I still have to learn in my life. And I do my best to be open, to be, to be taught every day. So, you know, uh that's enough of that um <laughs> i'm definitely going to be doing my best though to take a break from all of the fan groups until the playoffs because it's it's certainly giving me um <laughs> really bad anxiety <laughs> like i just i just can't with some of these people well i saw i saw you did the one post and then stephanie responded this is why yeah. i do not go on after a loss yeah. and it's true like last night i, I knew <laughs> that score was going to bring out and I'm like, I can't deal with this tonight. If if I end up dealing with this tonight, I'm gonna kick like 20 people out of the group. And <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just like, no, uh, I, you know, I just. And then you know, we have an admin comment, uh, admin chat. So some people's comments were getting screenshot and sent in it and being like, and there's some people that only come out when it's negative. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you know what? Just kick that person out of the group because, you know, if you're just gonna, if you only you only contribute to be like, ah, they fucking suck, then right. you know what? Start your own fucking page. Yeah. Um, like I am all about everybody giving their own opinion, but if you're gonna fight with somebody and just be stupid and only come out when it's the bad, then you don't need to be in the group. No, I'm um, so a fan. So, yeah, so I'm just like, uh, I don't, I'm not even signing on there. And then I made that post last night saying, oh, it's that time of year where, <laughs> you know, right. everybody, we start losing and everybody. And we saw that in the montage last week. Um, by the way, Sarah's not on here the last uh, tonight, but she made them, yeah. us these really awesome 100 um, episode shirts. Church, yes, I got to um, get you to, get yours to you. I have it. Yeah, she said, did they send you it? And I, send you the picture? And I went, no. And so she sent me a picture, and it's really awesome. Um, so thank you to Sarah. But um, but it was in the clips of that last week where Jay was saying, Thomas, are you going to the Skyway? Don't jump. Don't jump. And, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's that time of year where people are headed to the Skyway to jump off the Skyway. By yep. the way, it's got netting now. You can't do it. Okay. Pick a different nope. bridge. Nope. Uh, now <laughs> it's just a now it's just a crazy uh, experience. Yeah. So, but <laughs> you know, it's that time of year where people start freaking out. And yeah. let's be a realistic, guys. Uh, winning the third is going to be really hard. Do we want them to win it? Of course we do. But it's going to be very hard. Yes, it's going to be a long road to hope. That's going to be the most yeah. challenging for sure. Of the out of the last two. And if, for this to make the third one, it will be way more challenging than the first two, yeah, uh, by far. So, um, yeah. That being said, we'll we'll reconvene next Tuesday. But the illustrious shooter should be in the house again, and uh, we'll be doing a pregame. Uh, thanks again to Thomas from uh, Downtown Crawlers coming on um, that what, event May seventh. It's uh, he sent me the official name. In the private chat, but I had to redo the sh- restart. I think I actually took a picture before but, uh, we restarted it. Let me check real quick. Because that's May seventh. It's the FYI seven yeah. event name is Tampa Bay Lightning Playoff Kickoff Bar Crawl. Turn downtown, downtown blue. blue. Starting location is American Social, and check in will be from four to seven. Go Bolts! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, look out, look out for that. We'll be sharing the event as well. Um, We'll have him on, you know, leading up to the event at least one more time. I'm sure. 
um shout out to tiffany sawyer uh thanks for asking hoping i feel better i hope you feel better as well you're going through probably worse <laughs> than i am right now even though i feel pretty bad so hopefully you feel better too soon as well tiffany sorry you don't get to go to that game uh tomorrow um yeah thanks everybody for sticking with us through our technical difficulties tonight and the lack of our uh capital of the show thanks for uh I'm watching <laughs> but if you guys can do us a favor next tuesday make sure you tell shooter this was the best episode again the second best episode yeah. next to the last episode when it was just the two of us um no we really appreciate it uh we miss him when he's not here but uh we got this we got this uh yeah all right everybody we'll see you next week uh this has been we the thunder don't forget to be the thunder